Hello and welcome to episode 68 of Prosperity by the Pine. I'm your host, Bryce Carter, certified financial planner. You guys know the rest by now. I'm a self-proclaimed millennial money expert. And this is the podcast. We're talking about money, investing, business, and life success, all while having a cold beer. Cold beer of the week is, again, from Nugularis Brewing Company. It's their Moon Man No Coast Pale Ale. Cheers. Let's give it a try. That is... Uh, that's really good. That is, a, it's a session IPA. It's uh, light, fruity. Um, doesn't doesn't finish with a bitter aftertaste. That is delicious. This week's episode is on opportunity costs and understanding them. So, <clears throat> again, quick little story here is that I did a paver walkway and I took a week off work because we're supposed to go fishing. Fishing got canceled because the border shut down to Canada. So I stayed home and I worked on this little paver patio walkway thing. And, uh, you know, so I spend two days doing that on my vacation in the 95 degree heat. I make more than what it would have cost me per hour to to do this, but I enjoy doing it. So the opportunity cost is I could have gone to work and made enough and then some probably to pay somebody to do it. And then I wouldn't have had to do it myself. Right. And I'd have more money in my pocket. That's the opportunity cost. It's a time opportunity cost. So in time opportunity costs apply, but there's also opportunity costs of choosing one investment over another. So if you have $5,000 to invest, you invest it, let's say in Amazon, and you could have invested in Netflix, your opportunity cost is if Netflix does better than Amazon. So when an option is chosen from alternatives, the opportunity, this is the definition, Webster definition or whatever, when an option is chosen from alternatives, the opportunity cost is the cost incurred by not enjoying the benefit associated with the best alternative choice. So uh, supposedly, opportunity cost, this term was coined by an economist, David Green, in 1894. But I found when I was researching the history of opportunity cost and theories on it, I actually came across this, is that Benjamin Franklin is credited with writing about the concept and might be actually the first person to coin the term time is money. So I'm going to read you this old-timey Benjamin Franklin quote that you got to like, I had to read it like four times to make it make sense, but I'll do it one time for you. Remember that this is Benjamin Franklin now. Uh, remember that time is money. He that can earn 10 shillings a day, 10 shillings a day by his labor uh, and goes abroad or sits idle one half of that day, though he spends but six pennants during his diversion or idleness, <laughs> ought not to reckon that the only expense he has really spent or rather thrown away is five shillings besides. Okay. All right. Again, I had to read that. <laughs> I just love that he earned 10 shillings a day. Reckon his diversion or idleness. It's just, it's great. Great. We should talk like that again. But God, that is hard to understand. Here's what he's saying. He's saying if you earn 10 shillings a day, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, if, if you can earn $100 a day, that's what you earn, and you take half a day off, and on your half a day, you go to the mall and you spend $10. You didn't just lose, you didn't just spend, your only expense wasn't the $10 you spent at the mall. Your expense is also the $50 that you lost in wages working that day. So your total cost, your opportunity cost for not working and instead spending your day at the mall, who goes to the mall anymore, is $60. That's the current language of what his he's saying about uh, though he spends but six pence during his diversion or idleness. God, that old time he speak. So what opportunity cost is, 
is essentially sacrificing your time or money doing one thing when you could have spent it doing another. Another example, an engineer makes $100 an hour and is really good at working at cars. Let's say he designs cars for Ford. And let's say he takes half a day off of work to work on his car, change the oil and do the brakes, etc. So if he, if he works an eight-hour day, he takes a half, a half a day and he makes $100 an hour, he lost out on $400 in wages. If he took the car to his shop, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, he takes the full day off work. I'm, this is my own example. I can make it up as I go. So he takes a full day off work. He loses out on $800 of wages. If he would have took the car to the shop, it would have cost him $300 to get his oil changed, have his brakes done, et cetera. So the engineer thinks, I'm saving $300. I, didn't, I did it myself. I'm saving $300. What the engineer is failing to factor in here is that he could have made $800 by going to work. This is the exact same example I laid, gave out by, by me taking time off work and laying down papers. And, you know, another example would be for home ownership. Okay. Let's say you don't want to have your mortgage for 30 years. That's fine. And you, so you pay extra money each month. You pay, let's just say $500 a month extra and your mortgage is at 3%. That's probably a reasonable rate this day and age. Beer break. That's good. I like that. So you take the $500 and, and you pay it extra on your 3% mortgage, right? You're going to finish your mortgage sooner, but what if you had the opportunity to take that $500 and invest it in the market and earn an average of 8%? Your opportunity cost is that you're 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 saving yourself 3%, but you're missing out on the opportunity of earning 8. So that's your opportunity cost. The point is is that we have we have essentially unlimited wants, right? You might be happy in your life. I'm not saying that, but you, we have unlimited wants and we have limited resources. So we must make choices and decisions. It's the scarcity concept in economics. 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 It's the scarcity concept in economics in the sense that we have limited means and unlimited wants. So what we do is we have to make decisions, but every decision we make has a cost unless we make the best decision. So you never know whether you're going to make the absolute best decision, right? And we also have to factor in things. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had the pay off my mortgage quicker conversation. And here's the thing I'll tell you about that is that matters. It does, you know, from a financial standpoint. I can tell you the math all day. What I can't tell you is the behavioral satisfaction you'll get from paying off your mortgage and being debt free, right? Like I can't put a value to that. I can tell you exactly how much money it'll save you. I can tell you what you could likely earn by investing those dollars elsewhere, but I can't give you the psychological relief of knowing, owing nobody any money on your home. I can't. And so that is a cost in and of itself. It might not be a fixed dollar, hard dollar opportunity cost, but it's a cost of itself. So opportunity costs arise almost any time we spend money, all right? If, if, if we buy apples instead of oranges, if we buy the iPhone instead of the, uh, the Samsung, if we, um, I'm an Android person, so you're going to get the green bubbles from me. So not only is there the cost of the good and service, right, or the investment, but there's also the opportunity that we have lost out on purchasing a better investment, or opportunity. And we can't know what that is. But what's important to understand is there's a trade off every single time we spend our dollars. And if we, again, focus on things like buying assets instead of goods, we can have a better understanding of what the opportunity cost is. Okay, just take a step and think about it. That's this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you follow. That's where we are. Cheers.
The topics that I discuss in this podcast are meant to be general information and educational only. I'm not giving you specific advice because I don't know you personally. In order to give you specific advice, you should work with an advisor or someone that can learn your specific situation and give you advice that applies to you. If I talk about a specific security, please and keep in mind, I'm not recommending that security. And don't forget, investing involves risk. When you invest, there's always the possibility of losing capital, which is why you should consult with a qualified, licensed financial advisor prior to investing.